You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick, Feel the Culture, and Matty Rose. Oh, friends, welcome aboard. They score! Jonathan Huberto, Elias Lindholm, and the scene of rises at Scotiabank Saddledome. On Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. Another week. It's a Monday. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Lots to get to. Flames lose to a team that's playing third game in four nights on the back end of a back-to-back, but I don't think that matters because it's early in the season. Dudes aren't as tired right now. It's not like a back-to-back in a three and four in like February new flames take on Matthew Phillips in the Capitals tonight. Is he playing or we don't? Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Should be okay. playing the first game too. All right. Probably going to be on the third line with Sonny Milano and Dylan Strom. Yeah, that seems right. Sometimes you get my Stroms mixed up. Top five pick. Ryan, Dylan, Dylan. Is Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, Ryan was the top five pick. No. No, Dylan was. Yes. Now I'm confused. Dylan was the top five pick by the Arizona Coyotes. Right. And then he bounced around. Now he's making a, a fine career in Washington. Mm. Had a really good year last year, actually. Um, We got lots to do today. Lots to do. Sam Cosentino, NHL on Sportsnet, will join us at the top of the hour. Talk about that Flames 5-2 loss to Pittsburgh on Saturday night. As I mentioned, 5 o'clock start tonight in Washington between the Flames and the Capitals. Uh, Derek Wills, the voice of the Calgary Flames at 7.30. Tee up the game with Derek. Mix in his Miami Dolphins. Storm back from a 14-0 deficit to the Carolina Panthers. Never in doubt. To win. Tyreek Hill is going to get fined for... Recording himself doing a backflip on a phone mm-hmm. because that's way too fun for the NFL. And Roger mm-hmm. Goodell mm-hmm. is going to get slapped with a big fine. And at 8 o'clock, uh, Charles Davis, NFL on CBS analyst, um, had a bit of a bad beat last night in the Sunday Nighter. Mm. All I needed to cash, little parlay, little prop parlay, mm. little same game parlay, SDP as they call them. Mm-hmm. Needed uh, Tyrod Taylor, which I guess it isn't Tyrod Taylor because he calls himself Tyrod now. Like, make up your mind. It was Tyrod with Buffalo. He goes to the Chargers. No, it's Tyrod. No, it's back to Tyrod. Whatever. Um, needed him over 24 and a half rushing yards mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. So, don't know if you saw the end of the game. Yep. Uh, there's a penalty en- in the end zone with two seconds left. Flag down. Pass interference. The Giants get the ball on the Bills one with the final play of the game. So every team on the face of this earth that needs just one yard now just shoves their quarterback one yard from behind. The brotherly uh, shove, as it's been deemed, or the tush push. But really only Philly does it properly. Yeah. Like everybody else is either not getting first downs or they're losing multiple guys, which has happened to the Giants last week when they lost two guys trying to do it. But your boy thought, okay, here's his chance to cash Mm -hmm. because they're just going to shove Tyrod, call me Tyrod Taylor, into the end zone so I can cash my ticket. No, they decide to pull back, throw it to Darren Waller, whose jersey was clearly pulled and tugged. No call. Bills win. I thought we were going to get another. Okay, everyone get off the field. We're redoing it. Yeah. Because that looked like a pretty obvious penalty to me. Yeah, it was. Uh, But the, uh, the Giants... Uh, lose to the Bills last night in Brian Dayball's return to Buffalo as a head coach. Lots happened this weekend. That's a tough beat for you, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm a little sour this morning. Yeah. Like, every team just shoves their quarterback one yard. No, not like anymore. Saquon, just push no, that's him in. Not anymore. You, Saquon can go, but okay. like like they like said in the broadcast, the Giants lost two guys on that play last week. Yeah. Like, we've talked about this with 
Ross, uh, Ross Tucker as well, who's said like, yeah, the only reason that Philly is actually good at this is because they have the right size of offensive line. Yeah. It's not that easy to just go you have and an do the pro tush Jason push. Kelsey at center. Yeah, exactly. That helps. And just so we know, the conversion rate of that is about 89%. Uh, yeah. The Stampeders have a play that's more successful, but that's fine. We'll okay. Have to get into it. Tommy um, Stevens. Tommy time. Stamps won on Friday night. Sure did. Still alive. Yes, sir. That's really good for us because we talk to Dave every week. I'm excited about it. Yeah, that personally, like I was pleased to see that they won. Mm-hmm. Just based on we have to talk to Dave every Wednesday. Yeah, I. It's think- not like we have to. Nobody's like. <laughs> Holding us hostage to talk to Dave. Yeah, we enjoy you, talking you, to Dave. You kind of made but it, it sound like a chore. I know, I just did, but I didn't mean it. Uh, but it's 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 nice that Dave is like he's going to be in a good mood this week because the team's still alive. I don't know, like good mood. It was better like, mood. Uh, the, like if they play like that, they're going to get smoked on the weekend. I don't care okay. if anybody's resting players or not. Like that was not a, a a game to write home about. They had ten first downs and nine two and outs in the game, but they got it done. Right, that's the, in the end. That's what you got to look at, I guess. And uh, what the hell happened to your uh, Cavs? I know we're going to get to it in the Rose Report, Patrick. I uh, mistake. They also have another game and another chance. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was watching some of that match on Saturday. Well, the first goal, Shamit Shom trips, sets up a corner, and then that leads to a corner that should have never happened. Kyle Becker takes the corner. Marco Carducci punches it right off a dude's head. His own guy's head into the back of the net. Oh, so that no. if you take that away, it's a one-one game. Cavs destroyed Forge on Saturday. It was just bad luck. Mm. Yeah. Bad beats, but all they can over the still place. host. Yeah, the... They, no, they can't host the final. They, you know what my bad they beat go was, to George? If they win this week, okay. Uh, my bad beat was I needed the total to hit the over in the early game, and uh, the, the London game. The Titans were down on the one-yard line. And they kept Derrick Henry on the bench and decided to get Mr. Scaredy Cat Willis to throw the ball. That was a bad beat. That's you bad have Derrick Henry on the bench. You're on the one-yard line. Yeah. I don't care if you got this quarterback that you're trying to get used to. You're a good Derrick Henry. Yeah. He's the Yeti. And he was running. He's the Yeti. And he looked like and he looked like old Derrick Henry in the second half. Yeah, and I he know. He was explosive. It, he looked explosive yesterday for the first time, I think, all season. It was that Tajay Spears big play that got him down. Yep. And then there was a bunch of flags. So they were down on the one-yard line. Just hand it to the big man. Just like Miss they should have shoved. Missed a to- total by one point. Well, that's that's a bad beat. Um, I'm glad you mentioned, uh, Patrick, that uh, Cavs are going to have to play in Hamilton, potentially in a... Uh, They've been in the final every year. Um, I'm going home next month for a week. Mm. I booked a flight on Friday. <laughs> I've... <laughs> So this is this is you, and this is for all you listeners who want to make the trip down to Hamilton to watch the Cavs. Yeah, I already looked. Don't potential in the CSL. Fi- why? What do you mean? Don't expensive to two what? Week tour fly? To fly to Hamilton? It's, I was looking last night. It's like four hundred twenty-six round trip for two days. Okay, um, when's the date? October twenty-eighth. Okay, I uh, I'm flying November seventeenth, Friday, November seventeenth, mm-hmm. from Calgary to Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I found a flight. For $60 tax in. Damn, good for you. Nice. I think I have to sit on the landing gear. Uh, probably. But $60 to get to Hamilton. Yeah, they just strap you to the underbelly. Like, Patrick, you could, like, my <laughs> throw, round trip. Throw some dog goggles on you. And my flight back's a little more expensive. Mm. It's 100 bucks. So mm. my, oh. my round trip is $160. Whoa. I booked it on Friday. Well, the CPL wow. finals on November 17th. That's also great. That's weekend. where all our funding's going. My goodness. What? Your hundred and sixty dollar round trip flight. Hundred and sixty dollar round trip flight. Wow. I'm not going to mention the airlines, uh, the airline, but I'm going to say it's not going to be. Uh, I'm not sitting in business class. That's for sure. Are you with the old Woo Boys again? Yeah, the old I think Ric Flair. I think I'm just going to. Uh, it's just going to be water for me uh, that they're going to be serving on the flight. But who cares? Hundred and sixty dollars round trip. Uh, that's, that's all right. Today we're serving air. Yeah, you get nothing today. Yeah. You can have sleep and air. Those are what we're serving yes. for you today. So there I you hope go. You enjoy Sixty your, bucks. I hope yeah. you enjoy your flight. Um, One, two weeks. Flames uh, lose five two to the Penguins on Saturday night. Talk about a game that was like a tale of two games. Like all of a sudden, the third period, you blink. You're like, how are the Flames losing this game? Because they pretty much were giving it to them in the second period. And is there anybody you've ever seen in their first two games as a Calgary Flame 
get five-star chances at the beginning of the game more than A.J. Greer. How does that puck find him at the beginning of the game? And then all of a sudden, like, he just doesn't bury. They're like, oh, here's the puck again right in front, A.J. Yeah, and then, just shoot it oh, in. Oh, man. Then, no, uh, I'm going to hit the goalie right in the logo again. Oh, fourth line hands again. And then Sharon Govich right there. What? No. 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 No he, goal. He was more noticeable in that fourth line role for sure. But, yeah, what are we talking about, I guess? And uh, that Coronado shot was so sexy. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I know. I've watched it a few times, and I was just like, man, "Like the way I'm he, sure George just losing his mind over the this. way he splayed open his blade just to rip that into the top of the net." Like a lot of guys, you know, they always joke about on every broadcast here. Oh, you know, it was always top corner your first NHL goal. No, his was super sexy. Yeah, his, his first National Hockey League goal. Yeah, was super he, sexy. Yeah, he makes a great play in the middle of the ice. There's a little scrum, and instead of just slapping it towards the net, he feeds it back to the point, so they maintain control on the power play. They move it around a little bit, finds himself a nice soft spot, and then Lindholm with the really deft pass to find him. And yep, like you mentioned, no mistake, that thing was on a wire yep. right into the top of the net and felt really good about it. You get the lead. You're going mm-hmm. into the intermission. Things are going well for the team. I don't know about well, but they had, you know. They played really well in that second period. Yeah, they had played much better in the second. Markstrom bailed them out in the first. Sure did. He was and, fantastic in that first period. Yeah, I thought he was really no, good. No, he was the good the whole night. Again, yeah. But, yeah. And then three quick turnovers. Well, two turnovers and a blown coverage on a faceoff. And just like that, like you mentioned, you blink and you're out. And then another yeah. brutal turnover for Noah Hannafin. I thought he struggled on uh, Saturday. I think he's had two really difficult games to start the season. Struggling. Yeah, Devon Tave signs a seven by seven and a half. And I'm going, buddy, you're not even going to get Uyghur money the way you're playing right now. Mm. So I'd pick up your socks. So, ah, that would be my uh, mm. quick Coles notes over the first. Wow. Yeah. On uh, that game Saturday. Uh, you mentioned uh, Markstrom. I don't think you can fault him on the three goals. Three terrible turnovers, like yeah. three egregious turnovers, and then Nikita Zadorov sleeping at the wheel on a face-off play. Yeah, that's that's what happened. Yeah, and I wouldn't hold any of like Jake Gensel one-timer from the hash marks. Yeah, yeah, Russ I'm not going to put that on the net. Evgeny Malkin coming down the wall, getting to yeah. cut to the middle of the ice. Yeah, I beat him seven hole. That's the one he probably want to have back. But whatever. At, at that Again, point, but still. That that one's icing on the cake. That's yeah. gravy. You don't even right. need that. They they could have by then it was already too late. Yeah. That was the dagger. That was the nail in the coffin, if you want to call it that. But yeah. the turnover by Manjapani on the Rust goal, mm. egregious. The turnover by Coleman on the Smith goal can happen. Yep. Both of them put them shorthanded. You're all of a sudden you're running around in your own zone or you're giving up an odd man rush and you're pulling the puck out from behind your net. And like we've talked about, we they said it after the first game. The defensive structure wasn't there in the first game, was not very good. In the second game, there were some things to like, for sure. But for the most part, you got to look at it and say, in the third period, this is exactly what we were kind of worried about with changing up defensive structures. You know, I and yes, okay, I called Coleman Mangiapane. It was then we turned the puck over. I don't know if the other players that are on the ice are not doing enough to get open because they're obviously trying to stretch the ice. That's what they were trying to do with Mangiapane and Coleman when they turned the puck over. They're trying to stretch the ice. They're trying to get up the ice quicker. They're trying to move with a little bit more pace and create offense that way. But then again, if you're not being sharp with it, you're going to have turnovers, and Markstrom's not going to be able to stop them all. Um, Watching that second period on Saturday, I got a lot of um, last season vibes from that second period. Just no finish on a lot of good, good opportunities. It just felt like last season in that second period in a nutshell. Where you where you're giving it to your opponent, you're spending a lot of time in their end. You're getting quality chances, grade A chances, and you're just not burying it. And I just felt like last season vibes for the Calgary Flames in that second period. Because if they get a couple there, maybe even three, because that easily could have happened. Because they had a lot of good chances, mm-hmm. they probably win that game on Saturday. Well, you have what Dylan Dubé hit a post. I Again, could have not hit that post. Tell me if you haven't flush. heard that story before. Flames they, hit the post and crossbar. Yeah, they get the one on the power play. 
I didn't love the first power play when they got the look right after Dubé did hit the post. Like, they had some good chances. They had the early power play. Kadri had a couple of looks, but he couldn't bury the rebound on that one. Like, I would agree. There were times that they, they created, but they just weren't able to finish. I think that we're starting to see things move in a little bit of a positive direction as far as maybe seeing a little bit of chemistry starting to develop with some of the lines and some of the players throughout the group. Um, but if you're not putting the puck in the back of the net at five on yeah. five, you're going to have your trouble. And and it's not like you're facing an all world net minder on the other side. Like Nadelkovic played pretty good, but yeah. he didn't blow me away by any right. stretch of an imagination, the imagination. Um, lots to do on the flames, uh, five, two loss. Saturday in Pittsburgh. Uh, they take on the Capitals tonight in D.C. Sam Cosentino, Derek Wills will join us uh, as well. Watching that Penguins team, too, I'm like, like the star power is undeniable on that team. Just the names. Mm-hmm. But just watching them. like, And then you just, I totally forgot Lars Eller's on that team now, too. Yep. Like, they have so, like, so many veteran guys who have done it at the highest level and won championships. But I watched that Penguins team on Saturday. I'm like, yeah. I like them a lot more than what they had last year. Well, yeah, but I'm like, this team will make the playoffs, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you, I really like the top six, like you mentioned. Anytime you've got Crosby and you still got Melka and then Gensel and Rust is off to a great start. Yeah. I like the Raquel ad. I like the Riley Smith ad. You know, Riley Smith and Malkin have some good chemistry going on. Uh, oh, yeah. And I was listening to Patty's chat with Taylor Haas after we left on Friday. Mm. And they were talking about, you know, Jeff Carter isn't the guy he used to be, but he's still down there plugging away on the fourth line, playing on the wing. I like bringing in Matt Nieto. I like bringing in Noel Chari. I like bringing in Lars Eller. That's a good third-line center. When we were having the conversation last year about Backlund, we were trying to decide if he was the best third-line center. One of the things that we got to was Lars Eller. Where does sure. he come? Jordan Stahl was the other guy that I think really came up in that conversation. And I think adding those guys to your your bottom six helps this group a lot. You know, one of the biggest things for them is, are they going to get saves? Is Tristan Jari going to have be able to be healthy? Mm-hmm. But I agree. Is this a much different Penguins team than what we're used to? No. They could win the division. They could finish just in a wild card spot in their division. Yeah. And frankly, I think a lot of it does hinge on their net minding. That yeah. power play looked unreal after, you know, watched them in their first game and it was a little bit sleepy. Yeah, it was really, really strong in uh, games yeah. Friday in Washington and then Saturday against the Flames. And and like Latang must be like, yeah, great. You brought this guy and took my job on that number one power play unit. It's great. But... Again, it was stale. He'll, he'll get his chance. No, but it was there. stale. Then you had to bring in Carlson, and I get it, because they wanted a, a more offensive dynamic punch, but the Flames lose uh, 5-2. Um, and Latang can make your second power play dangerous in himself, right? Um, Just being the one guy. I don't really care who the other four are. If you got Latang at the point, that's going to be a decent unit. I wanted to ask our uh, text line, 960-960, name and location, uh, about the game tonight. It's a very simple question. Mm-hmm. Very, very easy. Because I think we can do this at 8.30. We got some time at 8.30 today. Do you want to see Matthew Phillips score a goal tonight against the Flames? Mm. If you do, tell us why. If you don't, tell us why. 960, 960, name and location. Because when it comes to Flames Twitter, which I enjoy, I like to look at Flames Twitter because it doesn't have the bite like some other fan bases. They don't detest the team like... Just look at Oilers' Twitter after that Saturday game. It's two games into the season. People already lighting the season on fire. Worst team in the league. Keep your pants on, everybody. Yeah, sure, it'd be great if the Oilers had a disastrous season and missed the playoffs. Yeah, who wouldn't want to see that, right? Connor McDavid is sitting, being all Mr. Sadface at the NHL Awards cleaning up as his team didn't even make the playoffs. That'd be great. Hey, I think it would finally be like, oh, we can't give him the heart if his team didn't make the playoffs, yeah. right? Like like sad face. He's there with like the Art Ross like and, the, and the Rocket, easy, and he's all sad I, face. He's like the MVP, I but he didn't good. make the playoffs, so yeah. we got to go somewhere else. Uh, Jack good, Hughes? A good, good value tweet. on Jack Hughes. <laughs> a good tweet or Austin after, Matthews. <laughs> a good tweet after Saturday. I Frankie can't believe Vitrano. the Canucks. I can't believe the Canucks would dress their back up and play their number one PK unit all night against us, McDavid postgame. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Uh, nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. Also, like, are the Canucks a wagon? Huh? <laughs> Listen, you and I, when we interviewed Greg Wyshynski last week, 
when he said, uh, watch out for the Canucks as a potential sleeper playoff team. You and I almost fell off our chairs. Yeah. Two games in, Wish is a wizard. He's a wizard right now. Mm-hmm. He also liked the Coyotes. Wishard. And he also was high on the Preds. But whatever. Right now, his Canucks call through two games is bang on right now. Isn't he higher on the Kraken, too? Uh, yeah. He said the Kraken would finish ahead of the Flames. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did say that because we were having that conversation. All right. Well, you got to make your swings. I yeah. think one of those sounds like it's going to be maybe really good. And yeah. one of them, maybe not so much. Um, 960, 960, name and location. Uh, we'll get to your answers later on. Do you want to see Matthew Phillips score tonight against the Flames? If you do, tell us why. If you don't, tell us why. 960, 960, name and location. We'll do that at 830 because we got a busy show coming up. Sammy Cause, Derek Wills, Charles Davis. We got lots to do. And I'm sure the Rose Report is jam-packed this morning. Mm, loaded. Um, yeah, like as far as Matthew Phillips goes, like I'm, I could almost. No, well, I don't want to hear it yet. You don't want to hear mine? No, I want to hear it at eight thirty. All right, and I want to hear you and Patrick. And you know oh, what? Could th- it be the lock of the day? Oh, from our good friends at Calgary Lock and Safe. That's at eight thirty. Yeah, um, we'll do that. We're gonna have to make sure we all have different ones. Hey, like yeah, yeah we, we all have to discuss. We're gonna have to actually discuss this. We one probably should have done that yeah. via email and Man. or text message I mean, yesterday. before the break. We're fine. Like, okay, uh, you're yeah. doing this tonight. Yeah. I'm doing this. I, I've got a handful of ideas for mine already. Oh, again, okay, just don't even. Doesn't he have odds? There's so many just, locks. Yeah, here's a lock. Here's a lock. Nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. Um, do you want to see Matthew Phillips score tonight? If you do, why? If you don't, why? 960-960, name and location. All right, what do you got coming up in the Rose Report? Oh, boy, what a weekend it was in the NFL. We're all out of undefeated teams. Sorry, none of those were 86. Uh, we also got uh, some baseball playoffs, of course. Go over the Flames game, a little audio for you, tee up tonight's contest, all sorts of stuff, George. All right, cool. Uh, we'll do that next. It's the big show. It's George, it's Matt, it's Patrick, it's GVP. It's Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, downtown studio. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Has that been playing for a while, <laughs> <Yeah>. GDP? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, we were did talking. The, did yes. the, the Bobcat slow, I did. slow enter? Uh, welcome, welcome to the, uh, the program. <laughs> Live from Toronto. Shades Primetime on, Sports. Baby. Shades on. With uh, Bob McCowan and Stephen Brunt. It's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Stephen Brunt, uh, large coffee, Steven. too cream. Hit a hole in one. No, no. John Shannon. Shannon, did. Shannon did. Um, I don't know John Shannon's order. Did I ever take John Shannon's coffee order? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Bob McCowan, uh, large tea, um, one milk, one sugar. Dude, what? how are you just telling people that? What if he wants it a secret? No, okay. What if he doesn't <laughs> want people knowing? That's, that's what I did. Orton's order, and damn then, it. And then I've said this before. What if Gord he's a Kirk, closet tea drinker? When I was the intern there, Gord Kirk. You'd have to go, because there was a Tim Hortons in the, in the mothership there at the Rogers Fortress. In downtown Toronto, there's a Tim Hortons in the building. But no, Gord, Gord Kirk had to have some Starbies. So he had to go across the street and grab his medium soy, soy milk latte with sugar-free vanilla. Mm. I will never forget that coffee order as long as I live. Like, one. come on, Gord mm. Kirk. Let him know. Yeah. Yeah, let him know. Um, Lots to do. Uh, Sam Cosentino. It's been a while since we talked to Sammy Cos. Yeah. Uh, end of June. I was very excited to see him on the broadcast I gotta for the say, season opener. I can't wait to talk to him. I thought his lettuce looked great. Oh, oh yeah. I'm. It was looking quality. Oh, I'm such a huge and fan. Speaking of lettuce, mm. I don't know about you guys, but mm. Kevin BX's hair. Yeah, that was weird. Like, little, little dreadhawk type thing. Like, I don't know. Horrid looking. <laughs> Thank bad. you. Whoa. That was bad. The best Whoa. thing was when he was like the, the, little, the little Kevin Bieksa, and there's big Elliot Friedman standing over him when he yeah. was trying to explain Connor Bedard's shot. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I was it was a little surprising. I'm not gonna lie, it was a little weird. Yeah, um, was surprising. Derek Wells, the voice of the Flames, at 7:30. Charles Davis, NFL on CBS, wrap up an interesting week six. It's always interesting. The National Football League, it just keeps coming. Like, there's storyline after storyline. And you saw, what do you Ooh. see? All the old Dolphins last night, still perfect. Popping bottles. That's so annoying. <laughs> Larry's so, on on Twitter. So Here we but go. But, you know, it's been 50 years. Like, those guys deserve Eight. it, I guess. Exactly. It's their one but it was thing. only a 14-game season. Exactly. And there was, like, how many? There was, like, 26 teams? 28? Something like that? Less uh, than that, maybe? It was less than that. <laughs> back in 72. Back in 72. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rose report straight ahead. Flames lose. They play Washington tonight. Text line 960, 960, name and location. Do you actually want to see Matthew Phillips score against the Flames tonight? 
If you do, let us know and why. If you don't, let us know and why. 960, 960, name and location. But right now, like right now, literally now, now, time for the Rose Report. It's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Oh, good morning, friends. Hope you had a lovely weekend. Welcome to your brand spanking new week. Let's get out there and dominate. Yesterday, we had the NFL. We had some baseball playoffs. Saturday, we had a little bit of hockey. The Penguins taking on the Flames down in Pittsburgh. Now they'll face Mitch Fox, Matty Phillips, and the Capitals tonight. We got a lot to get to, so you know what that means. We got to jump on in. A nice splash sound effect. Start with the Calgary Flames taking on the Penguins out in Pittsburgh. Dennis Gilbert replaced Jordan Osterley as Chris Tanev's defensive partner. That was the one roster switched it. Changed up some lines too. Manjapani, Huberto, and Lindholm stayed together. Kadri was centering Ruzicka and Dubé. Coronado on a line with Backlund and Coleman. Sharon Govich down on the fourth line centering Dewar and Greer. I actually thought Sharon Govich much more impactful in that role. Maybe getting a little bit more mismatch against some fourth lines. But nevertheless, Jacob Markstrom, the star of the show in the first period. Both these teams playing a ton of special teams. Had about five minutes straight of specials with both teams alternating penalties. Flames would outshoot the Penguins 15-11 in the period. With better saves had to be made by Markstrom. How about this dandy on the PK? And it's Wobble from the power play. Carlson to Crosby. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. Holy smokes! Crosby can't believe it. That was a few of those. Crosby yep. couldn't believe in period number one. Uh, he was incredible right away. And that, that again, much like we talked about after the opener and that win against the Jets, what was the thing we talked about all summer? Markstrom's got to bounce back. He's got to have a Markstrom-like season through two games. You got to be feeling pretty damn good about Markstrom. And I was thinking of this too watching the game. Is he playing tonight? I think so. There's a back-to-back later in the week. So There's I a back-to-back later in the week. Yeah. So he got an ex-Gino you know, Sunday. And two days off. off here coming up. Yeah. I think he gets four or five on the trip. Yeah. And he looked uh, spectacular, especially in that first period. And a lot of people behind the net were all staring up, cheering, thinking that was it. No. Marshall's like, no, sir. Uh, reached back and got that one. Wasn't as busy in the second period. Still to make some key stops. Eventually, we did get a goal. One to remember came on the power play. Allen Tom has it. Saucers at right point to Anderson, who winds and fires at a stop. Rebound to Coronado, who can't get a shot through. Here's Lindholm, far side Coronado, scores! Matt Coronado rips the puck into the roof of the Penguins' net. He's got his first National Hockey League goal. Finds a soft spot in the defense, rips the one-timer, top corner. Tidy dish from Elias Lindholm as well. First goal of Coronado's career. Tell me that goal isn't total boner patrol like that was an absolute ripper of a shot for Matt Coronado and it's something it's something I just I couldn't wait to see a little early for bloopers that's okay but I that shot is everything I wanted to be and more for that guy's first NHL goal that thing was an absolute laser in the top of the net and exactly where you want him Coronado's office a right-handed shot on the left side We've seen so many guys, Stamkos, Ovechkin, make a living on being on the offside of a power play. Put that guy there the rest of his Flames career. That's his spot. It's one goal. It's game three of his NHL career. And I'm already saying, do not move that guy from the left side on the power play. That's his spot. He... he he wasn't even supposed to be there. He just <laughs> put him there. there. Okay. But that's his spot. <laughs> but he can shoot from the other side. No. Too. Okay. It's better when he shoots from He's that spot. Right there. You need a right-handed right. shot on the off wing on the power play. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. <laughs> what type of uniform do those patrolmen wear? Mm, that's a good question. In the third period, turnovers. Something that's bulging. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Turnovers. You asked for it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were going to just, yeah, you know what? Here's some clips of Flames falling apart in the third. Now Lindholm has it. Saucers at right point to Anderson, who winds and fires at a stop. Rebound to Coronado, who can't get a shot through. Here's Lindholm. Far side, Coronado scores. Matt Coronado. That's not supposed That's to be That's okay. In there. You can play it That's again. <laughs> it was so good. We wanted to hear it twice. Yeah, you can play it again. Here's this instead. All right. And the attack early as they jam it in. Rust scores. 
Penguins get the puck in deep. It bounced around a little bit behind the Flames net, and Brian Rust is able to put the puck past Jacob Markstrom. The Penguins again. Smith in with a shot, scores! The Penguins get a two-on-one, and Riley Smith zips the puck into the top corner of Jacob Markstrom's net. Yeah, some real costly turnovers. Two of them at the Flames' blue line yeah. end up in the back of the net. Then blown face-off play. Real nice face-off play by the Penguins. Yeah, But the Flames don't pick it up, and Gensel scores a one-timer goal. They were trailing 3-1 real quick. Then Noah Hannafin, chance to clear the zone. Uh. Just tons of time, nothing but space. Just rips it off the boards. Not that hard. Malkin picks it up, walks in, scores 4-1. Exchange late goals. Huberto gets on the board, I guess. 5-2, your final score. Yeah, I, f- I felt like he... Hannafin's been struggling here just two games into the season. Struggling in the preseason, too? Yeah, struggling. Yeah, I don't care about that. It's just in two games to the regular season, he is definitely struggling out there. And the most surprising thing about that lost face-off and the one-timer that Markstrom really had no chance on because you're right, Zadorov was caught napping. Lindholm was beat clean on that draw. And he was so unbeatable in that game against the Jets. He was beat clean he was five, on that face-off. He was 500. Sidney Crosby was giving him a lot of trouble. And Crosby has been dominant in the face-off yeah. circle to start this year. He had that one video. I don't know if you saw it, the opening night video with Bedard and Crosby, and they were doing the the challenges with Colby Colby Armstrong. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, no, the they they did a little like pre video thing when they were down in Vegas. They did some challenges Bedard and Crosby with Colby Armstrong, and the one that Bedard actually won was face-offs. Really. That must and have really irked it. Exactly. So that's why Crosby smoked him like 7 nothing in face-offs <laughs> the first night of the year, and he's been great ever since. Can I go on a quick uh, tangent here? Yeah, fire away. Like, why is not? It, I got nothing else on the Flames. Okay. They lose that game. Is it us as a collective, and I want to talk about like hockey media, hockey fans, that maybe Sidney Crosby doesn't get enough flowers? Like, I... I know, like, the guys won everywhere, scored the golden goal and everything, but, like, we never talk about Sidney Crosby. He's the superstar. Like, and here's why. I just don't think we talk about how good the guy still is. He's the greatest grinder of all time. And his resume, guys like Ovechkin, guys like McDavid will never have the Crosby resume. Like, never. Like, the multiple championships... You know, McDavid would be lucky to get one. The national like, play. The national play. Like, he's won well, every single McDavid's letter. fault. No, but... No, but The I national play isn't McDavid's fault. The cup will the be. The cup, yes. Yeah. Okay, no, that, that's not his fault. But I mean, like, am I am I off base? Like, I get... No, I like, get... We don't talk about Sidney Crosby no. enough. Like, uh, putting him in that upper echelon as one of the greatest players that nope. ever played the game. I feel like we take him way too much for granted. We, we, we almost lost two years of this guy's career because... Of- yeah. And I think it was right there and then we kind of like, I don't know if the luster, at least worldwide, maybe up here in Canada, the luster of Crosby kind of wore out. Oh, we got a new toy in Connor McDavid because he was entering the yeah. league kind of like Matthews. Oh, look at Austin Matthews. Yeah. Like, all these and, goals. Like Crosby and like, oh, what's a Crosby won? highlight look like? Like if, exactly. you were, if you were to do a Crosby highlight package, it's him winning every single board battle. It's, it's him on every one s- knee shooting the puck. No, like this season, yeah. what is his highlight reel? Yeah. It's him winning every single board battle. It's him winning every single face off. It's him making a couple of nice checks in the defensive zone. Whereas Connor McDavid's highlight reel, already amazing. Yeah, he's no, flying all over it. the place. And That's I'm not why saying, and he's I'm not, clippable. And I'm not compared saying, to Crosby. Yep. I'm not saying Crosby's like Steve Eiserman at the end of his career, where he was a checking center, going from a, a number one scoring player. But again, like I just feel like we don't give him enough due here. Like still, like again, it's maybe Crosby fatigue because the guy's done everything in his career. Mm-hmm. But three well, Stanley I mean, Cups. Yeah. Like the guy, and again, like look how good he was on Saturday. Yeah, but once again, like what from that are you like clip it, put it on social no, media? I, like I get it, and I understand, but it's like, like he's an amazing Crosby player. Must be like looking at guys like McDavid and Matthews. Like that's great. You guys want to hold my rings? Like well, I yeah. just. It's the but, same yeah. thing with Trevor Zegers. Like sick. Yeah, you can do all these cool tricks and stuff. Yeah, do yeah. it in the playoffs. Great. Right. Uh, Flames are back at it today in Washington to face the Capitals. Mitch Fox will be on the Caps bench. Uh, now an assistant to Spencer Carberry, the new head coach of the Capitals. Maddie Phillips probably going to be on their third line as well. 5 o'clock start pregame at 4. You can watch the Sportsnet Flames tonight. Uh, Texas 960-960 name and location. I secretly think there's Flames sitting in the weeds mm. who want to see Matthew Phillips score tonight. I don't think that's that secret, to be honest. 960-960 name and location. Do you want to see Matty Phillips score tonight? Yes. If so, tell us why. If not... 
Tell us why. 960-960, name and location. We'll get to those at 830. Four other games today. Everything starts at 5 o'clock. Leafs host Bedard and the Blackhawks still looking for a goal song for the Leafs after Pursuit of Happiness was uh, vetoed due to complaints over the lyrics by some of the Leafs fans. Oh, my God. Also, uh, I think there were more hats for Frankie Vetrano's hat trick yesterday than there were for Austin <laughs> Matthews in Toronto, by the way. And I'm going to stand by that statement. A lot of scars, Clean, though, on the cleaning ice up, there. Cleaning up lower bowl Toronto. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, it's Rangers host the Coyotes. Patrick the atmosphere the blows in that arena. Like Red Wings battle the Blue Jackets in Columbus. Yeah, because it just blows. Yeah. Like, because they just, a lot of Leaf fans who can afford to sit in the lower bowl. Yeah. They just want to be seen. They yeah, just want to post their stupid suits. Instagram photo. Yeah, go Look get, at me, I'm at the Leafs game. They don't really care that much. No. They're not diehard fans. No, you got to go up. Yeah. You want to go to a Leaf game? Go to the Leafs in Buffalo. Or yeah. they fight in the stands after getting all liquored up from going to the... Or the Leafs in Ottawa. Yeah. Or the Leafs literally anywhere. Yeah. Leafs, yeah. Leafs have been Leafs sitting. here. All Leaf fans went to the went to the cheesecake factory at the Walden Gallery and got all liquored up and then went to the uh, the hockey game. <laughs> Only two Genesee games Ice. <laughs> Senators were hosting the Lightning. Ottawa trying to slow down the Lightning top players. Uh, Stamkos didn't play in this one. That made it a little bit easier. Ooh. This one was about the Sens captain. Kachuk at center. Brady Kachuk crossed the blue line. Oh. Left circle looking a knife in front. Score. What a goal. He made a strong move down the wing, cut in front, and slipped it through the pads of Tompkins. Just a high skill play by Brady Kachuk, and he's made it 4 2. A couple of bingos for Brady Kachuk. Front score! What a goal! Dave Michigan was sad. Yeah, they, he does get sad when the opposition scores. They crammed him into Scotiabank last night. 107% of capacity. Wow. Oh, good yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> Brady Kachuk at three points. <laughs> Vlad Tarasenko at a couple. 5-2 the final score in Ottawa. I thought they wanted to trade him to make cap room for Pinto. Yeah, they're chanting, we want Pinto yeah. last night, too. They want to trade Vladdy so they have room for Pinto? Yeah, Is that what you they said? want to make moves yeah. to get Pinto into the lineup. Also, Matthew Joseph has like three goals in two games. That might be the guy they moved. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine that teams are dressing like 17 guys because of the salary cap. It's not an issue whatsoever. It's fine. It's good for the league. It's poor cap management. Elsewhere, the Ducks looking for the first one of the season. They were in tough against the previously undefeated Carolina Hurricanes. Ducks came out hot in this one. Jumped out to a 3-0 first period lead. Kept building in the second. Petrano in the corner. Strom got it in front. Yeah, he would get a hat. He had an empty netter to complete it. Ducks double up the Hurricanes 6-3. Steve Carroll on the Ducks audio network with that call. Also, Devon Taves signed seven years, $7.25 million per season. As you said earlier, does that mean anything for Noah Hannafin? It means he's not making $7.25 million over seven years. I think he makes north of six. I don't think he should make more than Mackenzie Weger. Hmm. Here we go. Comparable talk. Comparable talk. NFL Week Six. Okay. All right. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, Matty Rose is sneakily not a Hannafin guy. I don't think it's really that sneaky. I don't know if it's that sneaky. No. No. I'm a big Anderson guy. Yeah, he's a good yeah. dude. I'm a big Uyghur guy because he's a friend of our show and he plays. He's been really good last quarter of the season. Hannafin's a top four defenseman. Sure. Yep. Actually, uh, played ball hockey with Julian last night. Mm. Told me he has eventually has a big piece coming out on Mackenzie Weaker. Ooh, great! Here, yeah. read that. Wig dog, Wigzy, Wigzy. Oreos. Yep. What a Sunday it was, boys! Entered the team with a couple of undefeated teams. Now we have none. Start with the 49ers. San Fran was on the road to battle the Browns. No Deshaun Watson. PJ Walker got the start for this one. Dynamite! What a thought. Easy win for San Fran. Uh-uh. But no! Tap is down. The kick is up. The kick is no good! It's no good! And the Browns will beat the 49ers 19 to 17! ESPN 850 Cleveland with the call there. Niners opened up a 10-0 lead, but then they started losing bodies left, right, and center. And the Browns kicked a couple late field goals. The Niners missed a potentially game-winning field goal that you just heard. 19-17, the final score. Niners are 5-1, and while the Browns are now 3-3. Three and three. And we got injuries to Debo Samuel. We got injuries to Christian McCaffrey. We got injuries to Trent Williams. Oh. CMC has hurt oblique. 
girl bleaks, his core or his tummy or something like that hurts for him. And Did then you take Debo, in school? Sh- <laughs> Debo hurt his shoulder. Uh, so there's that. Kyle Shanahan falls. He's to got an ouchie on his tum tum. He's got a bang bang. Ouch yep. ouch. Kyle Shanahan falls to one and eight versus Jim Schwartz coach teams. Really? Yep. Uh, let, real quick here too. I love that. That's a deep cut football fact. You're like, what I love is that? that? Uh, real quick, uh, Browns. I think we touched on it before the season. Very talented defense. Yep. Sneakily talented. Yep. Like statistically, the second best defense to the Niners. Miles Garrett. They're and, the best actually. And number two. Um, did Brock Purdy get a little exposed yesterday? I think Purdy can't play in wet in wet weather games. I think the Niners will struggle in bad weather games. And without without Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel is like just like there to hang on with and with half Purdy. of Trent Williams. And half of Trent Williams. Yeah. He's going to have some struggles because obviously like he had the chemistry with Ayuk, but they took Ayuk out of that like, game. We'll just, we'll- George Kittle has been uh, a ghost outside of the game against Dallas. Like, let's just say exposed. Like we all knew this would happen if he lost all of his weapons, right? I mean, you take this to any quarterback, and you take away the, a lot of their two biggest weapons. Well, two of the well, three biggest weapons, they're going to have well, some that's, trouble. That's what makes Tom Brady even great when he won in New England. He had nobody to throw to mm-hmm. outside of Wes Welker. That offensive line, well, Gronk was, was going to the Hall of Fame. Solid, but I'm saying, like receiver wise, like nobody. Yeah, it was always it was Gronk, and then what? Yeah, yeah, Moss, but he never Wes won with Welker Moss. And, yeah, again, Julian Edelman was yeah. good too, but he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Other undefeated team was the Eagles. They were facing the Gents. Once again, you would think about this as a free spot on the bingo card. Brees Hall, the eyeback. Hand off Hall, up the middle. They're going to let him score. And he's into the end zone for a jet touchdown. That made it 20-14 to 14 late after Jalen Hurts had thrown his third interception of the game. Eagles offense sputtered big time against the Jets. Philly falls to 5-1. and one. Jets are 3-3. Three and three. That was a big loss there. Jalen Hurts with a terrible interception of his back foot. Well, two of them. Two yeah, of the three. He, he was struggling a little bit. Again, credit the Jets, man. That defense is going to play. Three and three. We, we talked about how good that defense is. And guess who was throwing on the field yesterday with no walking My man is a wizard. A month removed from tearing his Achilles. What kind of witch doctor surgery did that guy have? Dolphin sex noises. Book it. What else? We had the Ravens beat the Titans across the pond. 24-16, the final score. Ryan Tannehill left the game. He's got an ankle injury. The Ravens, top spot in the AFC North. They're 4-2. Titans are 2-4. Falcons, chance to beat the Commanders. Trailed by 8. March the field. Desmond Ritter throws the third pick of the game in the red zone, allowing the Commanders to secure a 24-16 win. Both Washington and Atlanta are now 3-3. Three three. Bears and Vikings in Chicago. Justin Fields leaves this game with a right hand injury. Mm. His thumb was dislocated. Yeah, yeah apparently he popped it back in. He yeah. wanted to go back. Himself. He wanted to play. Yeah. Let him. Uh, nothing wrong with the MR, uh, with the X-rays, but he has to have MRIs to see if any of the tendons and that type of thing got any damaged. Uh, Bears were but trailing it's his left hand. No, it's his throwing arm. Oh, okay. I thought it was it's his, his right hand. That's a problem. Uh, Bears were trailing 12-6 when he lost. 23-year-old undrafted rookie Tyson Bagant. 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 Yeah. Bagant. His, uh, his dad's the world arm wrestling champ. Eight, oh, yeah. I saw eight, that. 18 uh, times. Uh, yeah. 18-time <laughs> arm wrestling world champ? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good guy. 18? You'd think you'd be able to hold on to the ball a little better. Play action out of the shotgun. Harrison Phillips trying to give him his first sack. Josh Mattel is forced to fumble. It's bouncing about. Picked up by Jordan Hicks. 40, 30, and is loose. Touchdown! Jordan Hicks. They're calling K Fan in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, scoop and score. 19 13, the final score. Mini wins in their first game without Justin Jefferson. Vikings 2 and 4, Bears 1 and 5. Bears stink, man. Yeah, they're bad. Are, are they going to be again with the first overall pick? First and second overall the pick. Yet? Are they on the clock yet, the Bears? Mm. I mean, it might be a fight with New England and Denver, but Ooh, New England stinks. Especially yeah. Fields is up for a while. <laughs> he was actually starting to look good. Oh, my fantasy team is in shambles. Uh, the Bengals defense came with a couple key stops mm. late in their game against the Seahawks. A couple first half tutties that proved to be enough for their defense. 17-13 the final score. Bengals are also 3-3. Three and three. Seahawks are 3-2 three and two as they were coming off a bye. Dolphins and Panthers down in Miami. You get your tickets for uh, the latest show in Devotions 11, George? Third down and six for Miami at the two-minute mark of the second quarter. Back to throw to a looking. Fire shoot down the right side. He's got Tyreek. Touchdown, Miami. To a from I prefer the greatest show on surf. <laughs> I went back and 11. I found uh, the poll on Ross's Twitter and Ocean's Eleven had won. So I mm. went with Ocean's Eleven. Dumb. Oh, well, I actually like it. Listen, people can be wrong. Really good movie. 
It was. It Everyone's was entitled to an opinion, even if it's a wrong opinion. True. Two had three touchdown passes in the second quarter. Mostert had three touchdowns himself. Panthers doubled up by the Dolphins, 42-21. Panthers 0-6. Dolphins are 5-1. Dolphins-Eagles next Sunday night. Okay, are, are the Dolphins going to beat somebody? Because uh, the combined record of the teams they beat, 4-22. and mm. and, the, and the one game that they had to actually, they got waxed by the Bills. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Like, And obviously, we're all looking for Dolphins and uh, Eagles and Dolphins and Chiefs from Germany. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic, too. But... Okay, Miami, beat somebody mm-hmm. who's good, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're 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 crushing these teams, and then you got hammered in Buffalo by the Bills. Mm-hmm. Jags had three touchdowns in the second quarter, allowed them to beat the Colts 37-20. Gardner Minshew threw three picks in that one. Talked about the Niners and Eagles. Streaks coming to an end. A Texans rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, had his uh, streak without an incompletion. That came to an end without an interception, pardon me. Right. On his 192nd pass, he threw his first interception. That is an NFL record. Previously, it was Dak, which is wild that it was Dak mm-hmm. who threw 176 passes before a pick in his career. There's like Funny how he's better without McCarthy. Like they're, um, I think they're the biggest surprise in the NFL, that Houston's not a complete and total abomination. No, with a rookie head coach, with a rookie yeah. quarterback. They're doing all right. And that's a weak division that they can easily navigate and how maybe many, get to a playoff game. How Texans, many Panthers Saints fans are going like, oh, maybe we should have took CJ Stroud? I Probably. think Bryce Young has actually come along here over the last few weeks. His, his, he just his, throws to Adam Thielen. Yeah, exactly. Thielen's been huge for him. His, Who his, else is there? Like Jonathan Mingo hasn't come along yet. They can't Shuba run the Hubbard. ball. Ugh. Raiders and Patriots from Vegas. Slide continues for Bill Belichick. Wasn't a historic loss, but they had a chance to win. They had a chance to march the field. Oh. I don't want to say win because it was Mac Jones had who would have had to march the field, and then he got sacked for a safety by <laughs> yeah, Max Crosby. By who else? Max flipping Crosby. MC. Dude's elite. 21-17, the final. Patriots, 1-5. Raiders, a 3-3. Three three. Cooper Cup so had another great outing. Eight grabs, 118 yards last week. This year, he had seven catches. This week, pardon me, seven catches, 148 yards, and a mm. touchdown. Well over half of the passing yards for Matt Stafford. 26-9, the Rams beat the Cardinals. Rams are 3-3, three and three, Cards are 1-5. Bucks lost in their creamsicle jerseys to the Lions. 20-6 was the final score there. Nothing going offensively for the Buccaneers. They've come down to earth. Um, the Detroit Motor City Lions. They're going about their business. Dark Horse Super Bowl team. They got the defense showing up right now. Like Jared Goff was lights out yesterday. They're going to need David Montgomery healthy. They're going to need Jameer Gibbs healthy because I don't think Craig Reynolds can be the guy that can run them the ball. Mm. But right now, did you see that block Reynolds put on? That block was amazing. Oh my god! I think he put him into the mantle. Yep. Yep. Also, it's Sunday Night Football, Bills and Giants. Former Bill Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor? Whatever one. T-Mobile? Mm. <laughs> Bills stumbled their way to a 14-9 win. Giants had chances ugly. to put up points at the end of the first half. Failed. And at the end of the second half, failed. Giants are 1-5. Bills are 4-2. Injuries across the league. Uh, David Montgomery injured his ribs. Jimmy Garoppolo went to the hospital with a back Ugh. injury. Trevor Lawrence is a knee injury. Mentioned CMC's oblique. Debo Samuel has a... Shoulder. Uh, shoulder injury. Uh, DK Metcalf hurt his hip. Lane Johnson hurt his ankle. There's a lot of injuries yeah. yesterday. Uh, Cowboys Chargers Monday Night Football. Ooh, that's gonna, I think that's going to be a, a saucy affair this evening. A lot of Cowboy fans probably out there. Oh, yeah. So well, far. They, have no, they have no home field advantage. <laughs> exactly. that's a, yeah. As for the baseball they're playoffs. Like the, they're the Clippers. Yep. Even the Rams. Yep. Anyway. As for the baseball playoffs, champion series got underway between the Rangers and the Astros yesterday. First game was down in Houston. Justin Verlander facing Jordan Montgomery. Mer Verlander making his 36th career postseason start. That passes Tom Glavine for second most ever. Hmm. Andy Pettit had 44. Verlander would Who? not get the win in this one. Andy Pettit? Pettit? Sorry. Pettit. Pettit? Pettit? Andy Pettit? Back? Pettit? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Next pitch to Heim. He sends one into right center. That's going to get down. Heim being waved in from third. Here he comes, and the throw will not be close. Texas leads it 1-0 as Jonah Heim delivers an RBI single to right center field. Hit him with the Heim. That's all you needed. 2-0 final score. Also, Max Scherzer's on the roster. Expected to go in game three for the Rangers. Rangers 6-0 this postseason. And Nathan <laughs> Eovaldi gets the ball today, who has been dynamite in the playoffs. Good group. Baseball worst-case scenario. Uh, we see a Rangers D-backs World Series. Framber Valdez gets the ball for Houston. It'll be a 237 start on Sportsnet 1. 
And uh, Diamondbacks and Phillies get going tonight as well. 6.07 start. That'll also be on Sportsnet 1. Zach Gallon against Zach Wheeler, the pitching matchup. CFL, huge win for the Stampeders hey. on Friday night. We on the way, baby. <laughs> Never give up. Cam Judge intercepted Jake Dolagala for a pick six in the Woof. second half. Gave the Stampeders a 26-19 lead. They hold on to it. They beat the Riders. It's a key victory. Calgary has two games left. Riders have won. Stamps control their own destiny now. They win the next two games. They get in the playoffs. They win the next game or one of the next two and the Riders lose, they get in the playoffs. You have to win one of the next two games. They're in BC Friday. They'll host Winnipeg in their regular season finale the week after. So are those teams resting dudes? Not yet. Not yet. BC can... uh BC has a lot to play for because Winnipeg plays on Saturday. BC needs to win to keep that uh, number one spot available in the West. And Winnipeg might have players going next week as well. So good chance Calgary's going to be playing starters both weeks. But again, we've seen the Stamps beat teams like Toronto. Yep. But Chad Kelly got hurt in that one. So hmm. we don't really... We'll see. There is a slight asterisk there. Yes. Okay. Cavalry, tough result at Echo Field Saturday, hmm. Patty. Calvary scores late, but not enough to win. They fall two one to Forge. Yeah, it was a uh, it was an accident. Uh, Shamit Shom uh, twenty like they dominated the first twenty minutes, couldn't put one away, and then a corner that shouldn't have been. He trips over the ball. It gets uh, out uh, for a corner. Hamilton uh, kicks it. Marco Carducci punches it. Goes off of one of his players' heads and in. That was the opening goal. Forge gets another one around the fiftieth minute to make it two nil. Cavs get one late, but it wasn't enough. Uh, they'll be playing Pacific on Saturday. Forge go right to the final. Winner of Pacific and Calvary will play in Hamilton on the 28th for the CPL final. Wanted to mention the Wranglers as well. Open up their season with a couple of games in Manitoba against the Jets-affiliated Moose. What a fight on Friday. Yes, oh, sir. my goodness. Going to get a bit of a tilt here as Jeff VL and Alex Gallant are going to go. Couple of tough customers here. Gallant gives up a little bit of size, but is as tough as they come. And they will start swinging VL. Contact's good. And they're just going to tee off. Gallant, no defense in this one from either side. Gallant loses his helmet. VL swims over the top. They tie up another couple after the lines. Don't get in there. VL one more over the top, and that is as spirited as they come. Yeah, you got to find this. If you didn't see it already, it felt like it was every <laughs> other video on my feed Friday night. Um, the Wranglers did win that game. They were actually trailing 2-0. Five seconds later, the Gallant fight, they rattle off four straight. They win 4-2. <laughs> uh, they lost on Sunday. Hitman lost both their games this weekend. They acquired overager Tyson Greenway from the Tri-City Americans to get a little veteran toughness on the roster. And from the AJ, the Okotoks Oilers uh, had a win, had a loss. Calgary Canucks also fell to the Bulldogs yesterday. They host the Wolverines tonight. That's a 7 o'clock start. You can watch that one at the Ken Bracco Arena. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Maddie. And the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, Sam Cosentino, NHL on Sportsnet. Derek Wills, the voice of the Flames on Sportsnet 960. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan.